0: You can well, have
1: your, I want to get it on record that Luke actually messed up this time. Fine. Yes. Guys, we started okay. like 20 minutes into this podcast yes. before he realized. Um, what was it that you realized? I didn't, I
0: didn't plug my mic
1: in. So here's a great uh, hint, uh, tip for you guys. Yeah. Um, always check to make sure your mic is plugged in. I can give him grief about this because I actually don't do any of the setup yeah. for these things at no, all. You don't. So I don't ever mess up.
0: Sure. You have a zero for zero. Welcome to the Social Marketing Podcast, where we cut through the noise to show you how to engage your brand in the digital world. And now, your hosts, Luke and Clara.
1: Welcome to the Social Marketing Podcast. I'm Clara. And I'm Luke. And you're joining us for episode number 24. We're going to (laughs) continue with this month's theme Um, now that everyone's back to school you know last episode if you didn't join us for that was about is college worth it from a marketing perspective especially from a business owner perspective
0: from ours from From our perspective
1: perspective. perspective. um and this week we're going to kind of follow through on that because um specifically you luke yes um and me a little bit we if not run our own business have been well, we do experience. run our business now. Yes, but as a teenager. Right, exactly. So we're really going to take a look at what it means to be a teenage entrepreneur, lessons that you've learned through that confidence, really, when you're going up well, against other people. Yeah. Not going up, well, yeah, but presenting lot, yourself. Yeah,
0: a lot of – diff- there's a lot of lessons that I've learned. So for those of you, by our estimations and best um, as skills, using your skills as marketers, we've been able to see that – we, but a good portion of you listening right now are college age, going through college, or maybe are young, you know, professionals or business owners. Um. So if if you are, hi, welcome. We're happy to have you. Hi. Um. And, and even
1: if you're not, we're well, still going yeah, to even have if, you. Even
0: if you're not, this is, try to keep this as um. Information as possible to everybody, not just young people, but especially if you're young, if you're thinking about starting a business or you're thinking about going into marketing or communications or, you know, a similar feel like that. Um, uh, we have a lot of tips for you as young people who own, like even now, right? Yeah. And we're both 20. Well, you just turned 23. I'm turning I 22 in a month. Mm-hmm. One month exactly. <laughs> oh from my time gosh. Recording. Yep. Um, and so... Being young people, running a business, I've been running a business since I was 16. I have a lot to share with you. Advice, lessons that I've learned along the way that you don't have, so you don't have to make the same mistakes I did. Because boy, did I make a lot. (laughs) But first we're gonna get into the news. Clara, you have something interesting for us.
1: I do. This is an article that I actually read because it really spoke to me. Um, This is a topic that Luke and I have talked about quite a bit, actually promoting the whole concept of storytelling Mm -hmm. as marketers. And the title of this article is Warning to Marketers, Break Your Addiction to Storytelling. Mm. Um, And we've been talking about this before, actually, and it ironically enough um, realizing that there is we're at a place now in the marketing industry where things need to change. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of saturated platforms, things have been this way for Stagnant, a while. Yeah, it's Stag- been this, it's
0: been the same old same old for a while. In
1: the marketing in marketing years, in it's general, been yeah. a while. Well, um, yeah. and so what the article really outlines is the next step mm-hmm. in marketing, which is experience. Right.
0: Not VR. Not VR, <laughs> digital experience.
1: And for those of you going like, what does that mean? Well, that's up to us to figure out.
0: Right, exactly. But
1: what it really is saying is, you know, experience design is the next frontier for brand building. Um, and he kind of outlines this mathematical equation in marketing <laughs> which terms, I love. which is what I love. Yeah. Um, and he says, you know, now it's brand equals experience time story.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Where you now, it's not just us dictating or us, you know, before before this it was dry facts you know sales it was more salesy
0: well yeah i mean content marketing has gone through stages obviously for a long time there wasn't the ability to create mass amounts of content so the purpose of marketing was really sales there's not a whole i mean of course like it's not as simple as that we realize that it's not like oh back in the old days (laughs) like they just did sales marketing was boring like obviously there's more complexity to that but right it was you could not a whole lot you could do yeah whereas now there's too much you can do, and it's more focused on content. So it's like sales, then content. Once the internet and social media, especially like social media, became a core part of marketing, like obviously what we do, and now, it's right, it's come to it's going like going a step beyond that. The natural progression is no. Now people want more to ex- actually experience things.
1: And this got me thinking about you know your speaking, right? You know, and how because I'm a,
0: I for those of you who don't know I I my my I've depended on public speaking. For since I was like 17. That's yeah. been my job.
1: He's so good at it now, people actually ask him for help.
0: Yes. I actually have a public speaking course that's out. Yeah. Yeah. Which... little plug.
1: I'll, I'll shame... I'll... Unshamelessly?
0: Unshamelessly. Yeah. Unshamelessly. Unshamelessly.
1: I will shamelessly promote that, only yep. because that is something that... I'll have a link in the show notes. You're quite strong in. in. Yeah. Anyway. And it's a good course. It is a good course. And it kind of t- ties into this, because one thing that I believe experience from... If you're putting yourself out there that drives experience is confidence. Yeah. Which ties into today's podcast.
0: Actually, it does very mm-hmm. well. Um, And so with that.
1: Yeah. We'll move on to your piece of news. But well, yeah. I mean, my- This is a I good mean, article, my, guys. Yeah.
0: My piece of news. Basically, I was just like, this is something that's- I've been, I've been noticing my news has been just like things that I find interesting. <laughs> So, like, okay, so I want to, uh, just a quick, I'm just going to do this really quickly because, you know, it's just interesting. Um, not necessarily informative. But if you look at your apps nowadays, most of, not going to say most, a good portion of them now have a bottom um, navigation bar.
1: I'm dying right now. Yeah. Your, your little note for your yeah. news links is the, the journey, journey to the bottom bo- of menu bar. Yeah. And I'm thinking you're going to talk about restaurants and <laughs> Cause that's what I love.
0: That's all. I didn't even think about that. I'm the thinking. Bottom, oh my gosh!
1: He's tying marketing to food again. Yay! I was so
0: excited. It was. <laughs> oh, oh no 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 no! Like on your apps. Ha- so so as far as I know, and I'm proud, like, cause I I have followed this intensely. I have been very invested and been, if you listen to the last podcast episode i've invested in the strangest things um mentally physically financially no not financially um <laughs> or physically i guess um but spotify was the first that we can tell right the first major app to move its navigation bar from the top to the bottom yeah, and that was it. Was like it was like revolutionary, and I loved it. I'm like, this is so much easier to click on things. It's right there where my thumb is. It just makes my life easier. It's great, uh, and I'm not like reading on Spotify, so it's not annoying having the thing there like scrolling and reading. And then slowly but surely, I watched. And I waited, and I downloaded <laughs> apps specifically. I kept apps downloaded just to see when they would change. I have been watching this for like the last six months, I think. And finally, like Twitter has moved. I'm waiting. Facebook kind of has a bottom navigation bar, but also at the top. And then it changed it and removed it and then added like they're I, playing I, around with it. Yeah, no. I, I hate Facebook. But um, you heard it here first. Um, it's so like we'll just look at it because it's it's such a it, it's striking to me that we didn't do this first. But the question is, my question is, and I'm gonna throw out a guess here. Okay. okay? I'm gonna put down, and in, in this amount of time, we're gonna throw down a bet. Well, not a bet actually, I, and we're gonna see if I was right or not. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not I'm betting down. anymore. I'm not betting anymore. He's
1: lost like the last.
0: I lost, lost all of them. I lost all of the bets. I've bought you so many coffees. I've bought you <laughs> meals. Like.
1: I know. I'm missing out on this now. Yeah. No.
0: So my my wonder is, when is this gonna be normal for websites? Because as websites basically become mostly mo- m- mobile, when is this going to become the norm for websites or at least mobile websites?
1: I would be very interested to see if they would do that because I feel like, a, you know, take my phone, for instance. Right. I have the Galaxy Note 8. Um, it's and a
0: ginormous phone.
1: I love it. It's but huge. your buttons are, and I think this is on all the Oh, yeah, your buttons now, are the right? bottom, yeah. Your, bo- your buttons are on the bottom. So at what point are you going to start getting really frustrated because you want to click
0: yeah. a- you know okay, so the yeah. website
1: and you hit backspace. Yeah,
0: true.
1: So it works for apps that you're not yeah. scrolling down or trying to make selections right. or okay. trying to bring up the yeah, menu. True.
0: But I'm going to give it I'm going to give it I I, I want to say 6 months. I think that's overly overly optimistic. I think mm-hmm. a year before we start seeing that and it's not weird.
1: Yeah, well, it's change. gonna take some yeah.
0: big websites to make that change. Yeah, to make to make because if you if a small website does that now, like we put that on our website,
1: people would just get frustrated. Yeah,
0: like it'd be weird. People wouldn't yeah. be able to find the navigation. But so it it's like it's like oh it's different it's better but no it's actually not like there's web design standards <laughs> that you have to stick to. Yeah, which is frustrating for me as a web designer because I want <laughs> I want to do things I'm like nope no one will know how to do that. So anyway, I just wanted to share that. to... Partly just to stimulate that part of your mind to like notice those things, notice new designs, notice when how things are changing and different. Yeah. Google has a new um, template for how everything looks. Yeah, I love and they're updating the updating Everything. Up, I hate but, it.
1: I love it. You know what's ironic? I love though? material
0: design. I really am not a fan of of the updated material design. I'm not at all. You
1: know what makes me laugh? You are so good with change, like in your own business and yeah. you know your personal life. But you are such <laughs> an old soul when it comes to like modern technology yeah, and how you like things. Yeah, no. It cracks me it's up. Very,
0: very true. Like like our bit like literally our 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 domain was not necessarily stolen, but pretty much stolen. And I was like, okay, we'll just form a new domain, we form a new company, we got everything changed. Boom. Okay, we're back in business. Yeah. But when it comes to G, like uh, Google Drive and now Android Messages changing to the new Material Design, it drives me up the <laughs> wall. I can't. I get. I get so angry. I have to like close it out. Like I hate it so much. Anyway, let's get into our topic. Let's
1: do it. So I know you're excited about. Yes. Yeah, so I'm. So I'm going to start um, off
0: with the story. It's funny we were just talking about storytelling. Yes. So I'm going to do my best as a public speaker to make you experience the and story.
1: B- before you actually get into the story, wow. because I'm familiar with it, and I want to actually preface this. Okay. Because um, I think, well, with quite a bit of certainty, one thing a lot of people struggle with throughout their professional life, and maybe, okay, as a woman, I notice it a lot in myself and in other women my age especially, but people in general struggle with being confident enough to really own your position or yourself no, in, yeah. the, in whatever role yeah. you're in. I call in. it
0: interior confidence.
1: Interior confidence. Well, I call I it, like I have it.
0: A, I have a, I have a, conf, I have, I, if you ever, if you're on some confidence coaching, you can hit me up. I'm, That's true. And this, in this story
1: will kind of nail it on yeah. the head. So. You know, we're talking about being a teenage entrepreneur and lessons learned. And so, but this is something that I think everyone can take away from when you're, what do you do when you're put into a position and you're always going to be put in this position where you feel either underqualified or other people see you as underqualified? How do you handle that situation? Do you just. It happens
0: to everybody too. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: this is just a golden opportunity to kind of address that where it's like, okay, your level of confidence will dictate how other people see you. Yeah. So with that in mind, do you want to go ahead? Yeah, so okay, this? so
0: this is so this is a story I wanted to kind of illustrate exactly what we were talking about. So I gave a talk at this conference. Um, it wasn't it wasn't that big. It was like two, three hundred people. Um, and I and I, of course I got there before and usually what happens at these types of conferences with other speakers, I'm talking along psychologists, I'm talking along with CEOs of large nonprofits. Alongside. I said alongside. No, you said along. Whatever. I'm speaking. <laughs> Let's not. First rule of storytelling <laughs> is you just glide past minor
1: errors, errors uh,
0: and you keep talking.
1: Okay. Okay. Glide oh, right Okay, that. we're gonna
0: have more trainings. We have more <laughs> public speaking trainings. We haven't had one in a while.
1: Also, how old are you in this story?
0: So I was. This was um earlier this year, I think. I think I was. I was 21. I think. Is either was I?
1: No, it's, I think it's much older than that. Much older. Yeah,
0: I'm. I'm 21 now. Yes. How am I older? No, in much this story? like in the past. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> older backwards. Luke. You said older. I said, oh, I think you, I said no. it is much older than that. Not you were much older. No, than
0: no, that. you're thinking of a different story. I was like 20. I was like 20, 21. I was not. You're thinking of a different story. Okay. No, you are. You're, I think I'm
1: mixing two of you them together. Are.
0: I've had a i have had I mean I've had a, this happen to me all the time.
1: Oh. this happens to me all the oh. time. I
0: know which one you're talking about. Okay. That one's funny, but it's not as dramatic as this one while I was telling it. Uh. But now you ruined the pacing. <laughs> Hashtag blame Clara for everything. Get that trending okay. on Twitter. <laughs>
1: Except for uh, not plugging in the mic or mic checking. To make okay, <laughs> okay,
0: fine. We're even now, okay? We're even. Are All you right. happy? Yes. Are you happy? Yes, okay. I am. I am. What, should, should I restart? Do you want me to just Okay, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm you. Um. So, so I was speaking at this conference, right? Two, three hundred people. It was focused around mental health because for these of you who don't know, that was my niche. That's how I got started. That was my first business. That's how everything happened. Um, I, was re- I was in the mental health field um, giving talks about it. And so I was at this conference, um, yeah, I was like last year. So I was like 2021 20, and I look very, I look young. Um, especially I think then I, I can't remember if like when it was out, that, that was when I actually started to get older and. There's psychologists there, you know, who have been practicing for like 30 years, CEOs of nonprofits. There's like just a lot of people who knew a lot of things. And when it comes to mental health, I don't have a degree. I don't I don't I don't teach as a psychologist. My talks are very focused on what I do and what I can do. And I don't try to go outside of my league. And so I was I was introducing myself. To some of the people and and this is always happens when groups of specially psychologists doctors right when do- groups of doctors I'm speaking alongside with. They see me like, oh, you're a kid, nice. That's nice. You know, like they <laughs> that's cute. They, right, exactly. That's always and, and I've learned because at first I was really frustrated. I'm like, how can I get them to re like first my first thing was like, okay, I need them to realize like what I do, like not like who I am, is like, oh who do you know who I am, but in terms of like, you know, what I like who I am, like what I stand for, my brand, what I've done, what I've accomplished.
1: And that you are to be taken seriously. Right, that
0: I'm to be taken seriously and as a peer, because on many levels I am. Not in age, obviously, yeah. but in many levels I am their peer. Um, and so, um, especially at that conference, eh, they were mixing, they were talking, I was kind of talking, but they weren't really talking to me at all. So I sat down, I was doing some things, I was preparing, uh, you know, whatever. I was talking to some people who recognized me. They're like, oh, look, I'm so glad to see you here. And so the conference started, and, you know, the first speaker went up. I was like, okay. You know, other speaker went up, other speaker went up. And they were okay. I was one of some of them were very, very boring. And then so I love this moment. This is a moment that I've learned. Like what if like one of my favorite moments ever, is when it's my turn to talk. They introduce me. People see me walk up. They go, "Oh, you're okay. You're talking." Like even if they didn't know, especially like a lot of people don't realize that I'm I actual. I'm the speaker. But they realize it, so they're like, "Okay, you know." I get up. I talk, and I love saying my first line, looking at them and watching their draw. just go, "Oh, oh." Oh wow! You can actually. Oh okay. Wow! You can actually speak.
1: <laughs> I
0: I love that more because it's and I so what I've learned is that I'm not going to prove myself to them just by by visuals. I have to take action. I have to I have to take some kind of action in order to show them. Look, I'm supposed to be taken seriously. I'm not just a mm-hmm. kid. I'm a businessman. I'm a professional public speaker. I get paid to do this, <laughs> and so. um, and and that was what I learned, and that's kind of how I want to start off this episode. Well, I mean, start off as we're fifteen minutes in, um, really start off this line of talking because it's one th- that's that's the one thing I've learned. Like overall, if you take away one thing, I've learned that as a young person, especially someone who looks young. And someone who, you know, sometimes acts young, but you know, someone who just, who just, <laughs> who just visually doesn't look like an established business band, professional public speaker with history yeah. and experience and skill set that I have. I've learned that I have to show through my actions what I, who I actually am, what my brand stands for, what I've accomplished. Because as even if I, if I wear a suit, if I'm charming, if I, you know, all, all of these things in the end, it doesn't matter. They still see me as a kid so obviously like wearing a suit helps dressing nicely helps a lot being very personable and speaking you know interpersonally very well helps a lot but there's nothing like there's not oh there's nothing like getting on stage i just i just love every single time i cherish it and so and so sometimes i'll even like not really even try to like to appear like not necessarily like a very professional but i won't like make efforts to be like hey look this is what I've done. This is what I've accomplished. Like that line. I'll just, you know, mingle, whatever, you know, and then I'll just get up on stage. Like, they'll, they'll know. I'm I'm very confident in my abilities because I've done it so mm-hmm. many times. I know exactly how people react to everything. And that's why I mean, that's why I created a course on it. That's why I teach people public speaking. That's why I do this, is because I know exactly how everything will turn out if I do this or if I do this.
1: So I'm going to turn it into an interviewer okay. for a second because. When I listen to podcasts or audibles and hear a story similar to this, obviously in, in its own well, yeah, genre course, or whatever I'm listening to, I always feel like they're starting at step three. Okay. And the same thing here. hear. So my question to you is, how did you become confident on stage?
0: <laughs> okay. so That I, led you to a point right. where you were like, okay, yeah. now
1: you have to take me seriously because I, mean, I am professional. Yeah.
0: I mean, the short answer, of course, is I spoke a lot. I've I've given hundreds of talks to tens of thousands of people. Like mm-hmm. I've, I've spoken to audiences of thousands of people. So obviously that's a short answer, right? Yes. Just, and that's and that's the the easy way out. Oh, just speak a lot. And for most people, it's like, well, that, that doesn't work. Like, um, so the thing that I really found is because obviously I'm not I'm not a, obviously I'm not a perfect person. <laughs> <laughs> I think Clara more than anyone can attest to that. Um, <sighs> I, I'm definitely not. I'll never pretend to be, but I, I definitely learned. I've learned a lot in terms of confidence because I was forced to. A lot of things in my life that I've learned, that I've acquired, a lot of the journeys and paths that I've taken is because I had to. I didn't have a choice. Right. So for me, I, I've I'm always been very passionate I get I get an idea I get something and I go and I do it like I'm just I'm, sometimes no direction at all right sometimes like a lot of times with no direction at all with no like no structure I just go head first into this. Idea, and so that's where this mental health project that I created. It's not not a nonprofit. Go okay, my standard non Nonprofit because I don't have a nonprofit license, but it's basically a nonprofit without a nonprofit license. I just don't take money, so it's technically a business because we have a business license, and that's where I got started. So I was sixteen, I was seventeen when I first started speaking. Mm-hmm. So um, I got I I was able. So someone, a professional speaker, actually donated his time to help me speak. Okay. Because he heard about my story, he heard about what I was doing, he heard about my, you know, my passion and desire. And when he saw what I had already done, what I've already accomplished, I was starting a blog, I was like, I was producing content, I was talking to people, I was, I was making moves already. I didn't just wait around and someone gave me a lucky break. I, you know, I, and it's something that when something like this happens, because obviously this is very lucky for me to, st- to have this person train me. I wouldn't be where I am right now if he didn't. But it wasn't like I was just sitting around at home eating potato chips. He's like, hey, you right. want, you want, hey, let me trade you. Like, I was already doing a lot. It was a full year. Well, not mess I don't know if it was a full year. But of doing things, of, of doing a lot of things in the community and online. So he, he trained me. Um, and that was where I learned how, like, the structure. How to give a speech. How to deliver. So then
1: you felt comfortable with exactly. that structure.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So this one, I, so be- And and I and I like using the analogy of public speaking because it's a huge fear for a lot of people. And so if I break down public speaking and I show like, look, do this, do this, do this, do this, then that can lend itself to a lot of other things in people's life that they're maybe fearful of, or maybe they're like, I don't know how this is going to turn out. I don't know what to do.
1: Okay, that's cool. I mean, that's not to dismiss it. Yeah, yeah, just like as an as an analogy, though. That that makes sense, but. There's a lot of people who are very good at what they do, especially if you're a teenager, right? And you're wanting to start your own business. And yeah. You're like, no, I know how to do A, B, and C. Right. You're like, I'm familiar with it. I've been doing it since I was very young. Yeah. You know, um, my sister started, you know, was in piano since she was four and exactly. started her own business at right. 15. But the question always remains, okay, the progression of confidence in what you're doing right so structure definitely helps when you've learned and you're like okay i know that at least how i'm doing this how i'm delivering a speech Mm -hmm. is right i know that the content is good this is all you know i have the authority to speak on this because of whatever reasons but i'm still very young right and there are professionals who are not taking these where do you develop the confidence to be able to come into a room with them and this applies to your business right this is the ability to say Talk to people and be like, "Yes, you well, should hire me. You should pay me for this." Yep. But you need to have this personal confidence. Right. So, how did that develop for okay, you? Okay, so
0: here's a, here's how I break down confidence. Okay, I'm just gonna do it really quickly. because okay. I can. I've literally talked for like an hour. I've talked for hours on this through my other podcast that I do. Um, so I, I I I learned. I didn't necessarily like have this formation, and then I did it. I kind of learned this. I I I um reverse engineered what I did. Right. So with with confidence. Um, it came down to, and, and I, this is why we work well together, because I was going, like, I was on my way there, but it was very roundabout, <laughs> so thank you, but, um, I break it down into in internal confidence, which is self-worth, basically, is another right. word for it, verbal confidence, which is how you speak, how you formulate your ideas, mm-hmm. so it's how your, how your thoughts get presented to the world, basically, and then physical confidence, and which is just how you look. So like you or look- how you
1: feel. in no, your- no no
0: no. So how you look. So how you hold yourself. So okay. it's basically. Oh oh oh. So oh, what most oh, oh, people would say would be faking it. Like that's faking it till you make it.
1: Got it. Okay. When they
0: say that, they usually mean physical confidence. Got it. So so and I and I'm definitely like I hate the term fake it till you make it. It Just sounds so insincere and it doesn't like it doesn't necessarily follow. Just because you fake confidence doesn't mean you will have confidence. And that's why I break it down into the other two things as well. So what I learn is that I very. I easily had physical confidence. I I, I just, I physically, I'm able, it's easy for me to just present myself well. Mm -hmm. Um, And obviously I've gotten a lot better at it, but it was something I was just naturally able to do. For stars, for people who maybe aren't um, so good at this, first tip, dress better, just look on Pinterest, find outfits, buy those outfits, usually I can get them very cheap. Like I'm wearing a shirt, five or six different people have complimented me on this shirt, said it looked amazing on me. I got it for 12 bucks on Amazon.
1: It is a nice shirt.
0: Yeah. And it's, for me, it's, it's like, okay, it doesn't even look that great. So you know, having someone else maybe to help you with this. So like the, the first thing.
1: Yeah, dress. and guys, on that note, Half my wardrobe comes from Amazon, and yeah. everyone's A always shocked. A lot of shocked, no, me too. But it's very affordable. There's great reviews that help you get that. So as far as dressing, like the yeah, it doesn't side have things, to be expensive. Will, yeah, and, I might yeah.
0: watch like literally what? everyone like compliments my watch. I got it for twelve bucks on Amazon. Yeah, like my my Amazon like it's twenty dollars like maximum I'll spend on clothes. And then once in a while, I'll splurge if I really need something nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like my first tip is like, but just by dressing nicer, that not only increases your physical confidence, how people view, and there's a lot of studies that have been shown that show that people who are dressed more authoritatively are more easily followed. So like there is, um, or, or so like there's a test like where um, they had someone walk against the red light, like, you know, cross the street against the red light and when they were wearing a jeans and a t-shirt, there was like a very small percentage which would follow them. And when they're wearing a suit, there's a much bigger percentage. I don't yeah. remember the exact percentages. Um I I, I mean I read that study a while ago, but that was one thing that was like, oh wow, I really need a dress. Also, it increases your interior confidence. And so like there's a study done on people who took a test and they were told to put on this white coat. Half of them were told it was a doctor's coat, and the other half were told that it was a painter's coat. The people who told it was a doctor's coat did better on the That
1: is just crazy stuff right? right there.
0: A lot has to do with mindset. So, and that's that's why like a lot of these different tips and tricks that I use, they they kind of bounce around. They affect different parts of your life. Got it. And so that was one thing I did is I got serious about the way I dressed. I mean, semi recently, like it, it, it was. It was actually my brother who's very, who's very, he's a videographer. So that goes along with everything else. (laughs) Like (laughs) all the, all the cliches of videographers and photographers, he fills out most of those cliches. And so he's the one that actually got me dressing nice or, you know, basically saying, Luke, you can't wear that. What are you doing? And then luckily we're the same size too. So we're able to share clothes. Um, Oh boy. Okay, so <laughs> that's so that's where I would start. Yeah. So and also in terms of just easy physical confidence things, is just sitting with your back straight, like standing yeah, not up,
1: slouching. standing,
0: standing, just straight, taking up space. This is a thing that a lot of people feel uncomfortable doing. Is just physically taking up space. Not not being a jerk and like lying across rows on a bus. That's that's not being confident. <laughs> yeah. But no, just like t- just having a aware like you can see now like my legs are spread a little bit uh, my like shoulders are out my arms are around and moving and so just taking up some space owning your space owning and who this you ties
1: are. back to all of those te- there was a TED talk on this about you know, the power, power. Oh no, poses? it is. No, 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 yeah. no. It's
0: totally. It's a whole science. Um, a friend of mine is very into it. Devin. He's 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 very knowledgeable about that kind of thing. Yeah. Where he'll be like you know lean forward like all those different poses affect so much of your mind. Um, it's it it's actually insane how much it does. <laughs> um and and then also making eye contact with people mm-hmm. you cannot imagine how much of a difference this makes it's just when you're walking like when i'm walking on campus um uh, back when i actually took classes or at least physical classes i'd, I'd walk around a long stride you don't know, hold my stride own my own my posture and i'd meet people in the eye and i wouldn't like stare at them but you know just a couple you know just like half a second maybe give a little smile if they're close enough it's not weird um it's just those different parts. That's where you start. Yeah. And then when it comes, of course, when it comes to verbal confidence and interior confidence, that follows. Okay. It's very hard to just like find self worth and absolutely own yourself and not at all feel like questioning about yourself, like that you can't just do that. Like that doesn't just happen. Right. I mean, even now I'll never say that, oh, my interior confidence is at 100%. I totally own myself and everything and never doubt myself at all. Like that's not human. <laughs> no. <laughs> like it's just not, that's, that's- That means you have
1: a different disorder. Like you're narcissistic or <laughs> yeah, psychopath. Exactly. Like exactly. there's actually like exactly. a problem. <laughs> as much
0: as you joke about me being, you know, a narcissist. That is true. That's true. I, 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 I mean, obviously, I think we can agree that I'm not. But <laughs> I think I think that's obvious on air. Right? On a
1: serious note, yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: of course, <laughs> of course. On a serious note, yes. No matter how much we joke about it. Um, well, so, I
1: continue to joke about it. Yeah. Yes. So,
0: so, so for young people, and, and I think like, just to bring it back to why we're even talking about this, this re- this. I mean, j- just when talking, like I'll go to a networking event, and I'll be the youngest one there by like 30 years, right? And I'll sit there and I'll sit there, I'll own a conversation with somebody. And a lot of times I'll be told like, Oh wow, like I'm surprised, you know, that a young person like you is actually doing all this. I'm like, Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because well <laughs> and it, and the thing is like and it needs time and you need experience. Like that's just experience is such a crucial part of everything like yeah. you can't ju- like learn i'm all for learning stuff we talked about this in, in last week's episode when we talked about college is that learning of course is great but if you don't have experience to back that up it's just it's something vital that's missing yeah that you need
1: well and the, okay so this is a great transition into the second thing that we yeah. wanted to talk about which is um okay cool you're like learning to have confidence you're where you're dressing better you know you're and that's a great point for young people to like yeah. dress. You know, just you're dressing better. And not better, even, not even like fancier. Right. Just
0: look put together. Yes. If you're wearing shorts and a t-shirt, that, and then like you're matching different things like accessories, your shoes, socks. Like if you're matching a you look put together, you'll look better than a guy in an ill-fitting suit.
1: And to be to clarify, girl, we're not talking about fashion. We're talking about style.
0: Is there a difference? There is
1: a difference. Oh, okay. You don't need to be on trend with everything. Oh, oh, oh. And like constantly okay, be aware. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. that can yeah, take no. up a lot of time. It does not, it's, it's not worth it. It's
0: not worth the time or money. No.
1: <laughs> it's about looking put together.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's it. So
1: let's say you're doing all that. You're like, okay, this is great. Um, and you're deciding to start your own business. And mm-hmm. then you're just kind of lost. You're like, I don't yeah. really know what I'm doing. Da, 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 da. Which we've both been there. Um, but Luke is going to walk us through a few pointers. Yeah. So that you might have a bit more direction.
0: So... I kind of, like, accidentally walked into my first... Like, a business... Like, I never thought of it... If you've listened to any of my pod, as a podcast episodes we talked about, um, I don't know if I've talked about this, but I, I my, my first intention with a business... Mm-hmm. Let me just state this. I think I, I start off kind of weird. Uh, my first intention... <laughs> when I'm doing anything, like my passion, right? When I get passionate about something, my first thought, usually it comes because I want to help somebody with a problem. Like I want to help someone overcome their challenge. And I'm, I've gotten over the years, I've gotten very good at that. But when I first started, that was my first thought, is I'm gonna get right into the, into the mental health field. I'm going to solve a unique problem. Um, when it comes to teenagers, I knew my target market um, very well. and But the thing is, I didn't know is how I was gonna execute it. I didn't know anything. And, and while I don't regret anything um, that I've done, <laughs> I definitely recommend just having more knowledge in various aspects of business. Just like, just like not like book knowledge, right? Or internet, whatever. Like not necessarily just books, but like more book knowledge in, in how a business is supposed to be run, in business planning, Yeah. Um, creating a business plan. Um, Which is something I actually coach now. I think I've really talked to you so much about it But yeah business planning um, is something that I really love helping people with because I didn't have that So I think that was one of the biggest mistakes that I made is that I went into this with good intentions I was like, I'm going to solve a problem. and help someone overcome a challenge. And then as I started doing that, I was like, okay, this is also potential for profit. I didn't really think, and that was the other mistake is like, I didn't really think too much about, okay, how is this going to be profitable? Cause <laughs> I was 16 years old. I was living at home. <laughs> I, I, I didn't need to worry about profit, which was great. That really helped a lot living at home. If you can do it, it saves you a ton of money. I know it's maybe not the best thing in the world and the most comfortable thing in the world, but If it saves you enough, like it saved me enough money to put that money into my business. Yeah. So every cent I was making was going into my business. Almost every cent. Um, And so that was like the the two big mistakes I think I really made was not planning properly. Like, okay, where, how can this develop? How can this scale? How can this grow? How, What am I going to do next? What am I doing now? Like, what am I doing now? Like, what are the actual things that I stand for? What am I physically accomplishing? Um, What am I trying to accomplish? And then... The question is, how is this going to be profitable? In the end, it became profitable because I made it. (laughs) I made it profitable through my speaking. I monetized it. Um, But yeah. That was through
1: trial and error. That was and th- exactly. So those are the
0: two biggest tips is have some kind of plan and idea. And it's going to be flexible. You can change. You can adapt, of course. But you want an idea of where you're going.
1: And I think the, there's a couple ways you can go about getting this information. And it's not terribly difficult. Um, one is obviously take a class. Read mm-hmm. some books. You know, get some book smarts in you. That's a weird way of saying that, but you <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the other, and this is kind of where I got to really capitalize on, is find someone who's yeah. gone through this well, process. Well, yeah, find a business partner. Yeah, or even if it's not going to be your business partner. Although, oh, yeah, uh, I think uh, we need to have a podcast on the benefits of having a business partner. There's
0: there, I, there's a lot, and especially since I didn't really believe in business partners. Like mm. I, I was definitely somebody. I forget if we talked. I think we did.
1: Uh, we've we've had this. We've, over, I think like, we've
0: had this conversation. This conversation, but like I, I was always very against having a business partner I'm like no it's my thing I like doing things my way I like I like I like accomplishing my you know I have my vision I can't bring someone else into it you know it's if you've got an idea of why I'm not in a relationship now I'm not pursuing (laughs) one it's because like that's the way I like to work yeah and then
1: and we really fell into our business as well, well yeah we did um
0: which I think is funny because the first thing to piggyback off what I just said is that the first thing we did was write a business plan that is true. That's literally the fir- before a name, before anything. But that was because you were like, okay,
1: what we're going to do first exactly. is right. a well, business exactly. plan. And, and I was like, cool, let's yeah, do it. Right,
0: exactly. Because I've already um, had this experience. <laughs>
1: so what I would say coming from the person who, you know, okay, Luke went through this whole thing, figured out what works and what doesn't knows all of this information. And then I was the person who had an actual job, had kind of done some entrepreneurial things, but not really seriously. Um, And I was coming into this being like, yeah, this is what I want to do. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've I've always known I wanted to own my own business, working towards that, this is great. Come at it with an open mind. (laughs) You have to be able to say, okay, I don't understand why we're doing this right now or why this has to be done this way. But really allow yourself to Learn for, yeah. because I'll, I'll say right away. You know, I'm I still have a day job, and I've taken so much of what Luke has taught me, or what we have learned together, yeah. um, and incorporated it and. Literally I just our file system. I, just our file system. I just impressed the yeah. my entire, all my coworkers True. because they're like, this is so ingenious. Yeah. And this is, yeah, well, so. After five
0: years of creating content, you bet I created a file system. Exactly.
1: So find someone. And you know what? If you approach them correctly and really express your gratitude and your impressiveness, and then just ask, could I have, can I take you out for coffee? You know, no. here's what I want to ask you. No. Learn these systems ahead of time.
0: Yep. I also talk about that in my course.
1: <laughs> I love it. This is, this is really just, a,
0: this is uh, just a plug an advertisement. Plug. It's funny because we didn't even plan that. I didn't I even know. tell you that we were going live. Did I? I don't know. I no. don't remember. I didn't? No. Oh. Oops. Well, communication <laughs> is key. <laughs>
1: We'll go into that later. But yeah,
0: but I mean I think to her credit, this is something that Claire that's something that you do really well, is that I was like, Okay, we're gonna have this, we're gonna have but we're gonna go with this bank, we're gonna go with this provider, we're gonna go with this service and this like this and this and you're like, Okay And I'm like, Okay, cool. I can just I can well, do it.
1: It comes down to obviously in a partnership, um you know, it's really 50 50. You got to yeah. pull your weight well, in both yeah, ways. However, Literally. <laughs> bank on each other's strength. Yeah. Luke's gone through all of this already. He knows what works, he knows why yeah. it works. There's no point in me being like, well, I think we should do something different right. when I have no experience yeah, exactly. in this field. I mean, and then there's going to be times like when we, our first website, I dictated a lot more yeah, about how that was going to go well, through. Well, this
0: is, and this is something I had to learn because I'm like, Obviously, if I haven't said it enough on this podcast, I love web design. Yeah. I, I've literally coded websites from scratch. Like, I, I absolutely love it. And then Clara said, I'm building our website on Squarespace. And I went, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, you think so? And then basically she's like, I'm building our website on Squarespace. I was like, okay, fine. Yeah. I, yeah, I was like, okay, like, I, and that was something that is just a, a learning process, but it was really, really helpful. Yeah, and really great. It was just, it was just really great. If you're yeah. already like married, or you're already already in a very serious relationship, it'll probably even be easier. Yeah. They're used to the normal give and take. Yeah. I mean, I mean.
1: So to make things very specific, or to give you some very yeah. specific pointers, yep. let's break through and just kind of say like initial steps Right. for young people starting their business. Maybe you've already started your business and you want to like get things pretty organized because mm-hmm. there's nothing like not knowing where everything is at. Right. And I have ADHD, guys. I am not organized <laughs> by nature. At all. Okay. Okay. I've had to learn this. So take my word for it. If you're coming at me with, like, oh, well, I just, I. It's hard, or I can't do it. You can because right. I'm doing it. Yeah.
0: Well, like, and literally, like literally, I, and ask Luke, people. He knows. Away, yeah, I know. <laughs> and people, people throw it throw around the term ADHD. Like it's not. Uh,
1: yeah, I know. That's why I hesitate to. Yeah, I know. Bring it up but it's not.
0: Like, we're not just throwing around the term. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like it's. Trust me, <laughs> we're not. <laughs> <Pretty>
1: professional.
0: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. So main takeaways, and and I kind of wanted to bring it all back to the beginning because we we're talking about okay, how do people? How do you get people to take you seriously? Um, and then, how do you take yourself seriously when you're surrounded by professionals? Yeah, and I want to tell one more story. I think this is the story you were t- talking about, um or, or you that you were mentioning is that at one of my very it, it was a year into my speaking, yeah, I think this I was thing. I think, yeah, I was seventeen at the time. I might have been eighteen. I'm pretty sure I was either seventeen or eighteen. No, I was eighteen. I was eighteen years old. I ran I was at a huge conference. It was a family conference there was like six thousand people there. <laughs> Uh, I, was, I was scheduled for a and a but I, was, I, was, I gave my talk, one of my talks, I was thinking I was giving three different talks to the conference. Gave one of my talks, rushed to my booth, was talking to a ton of people that came up to me after the talk, talking to them, talking to them. I had a and a a panel discussion, like right after that. So I was talking to as many people as I could. Then, I mean, I was 18 at the time, so I didn't go anywhere by myself. I didn't even have my license at the time. So my mom was like, she'd travel with me. She was kind of like my business manager, kind of like that. And she was, like, dragging. She's like, we need to go to this panel, so we rush on a stage late. By the way, so I'm a kid <laughs> rushing on to stage late with all of these professionals, like people that have fifty years of experience in what they do. Yeah. And then of course, like no one, and of co- and 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 so like no one really, and I could see like no one was really paying. They're like, oh, who is this? Like yeah. that's usually the face. So, you know, I I've understood the face very well. So, who is this? <laughs> um, I should I should make a gif out of that, but. I, I run on stage, and then, you know, there's six other professionals, right? Way more knowledge than me. Like, book smart to the nth degree. Right. Literally authors of dozens of books, right? Of all, like, the heady stuff that I can't even begin to comprehend, okay? The first question, like, someone gives an answer, and I think another person gives an answer, and there's one mic that they're handing around. And I go, oh, I'll take the mic. And then I could see my mom go, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Don't talk. She was basically like, like, what? Like, how can you add to this? And so I took the mic and they talked, and I literally, I don't remember anything that I said the entire thing. I'm so upset at myself that I did not film it because I gave such good answers. I don't remember a single one of them.
1: So, how do you know you gave such good answers? Because
0: pe- ev- people were coming up to me afterwards, like, when is your next talk? And it was the best advertisement. And my talk ended up being like overflow. It ended up being packed because of that. Because of the the panel. And this is what I learned. Okay. That because this is the situation where maybe where either people are not taking you seriously or you're not taking yourself seriously. Like this whole confidence thing Mm -hmm. is that I realized that nobody in the world can say what I say the way that I say it. Nobody. And it was it was such a revelation to me because right, I'm a kid. I don't, ha- I, I, don't, like, I don't have I I don't I don't have I very like empirical data to show that I know exactly what I'm talking about. A lot mm-hmm. was just experience. So having so having that knowledge and being armed with that is like, you know what? I know exactly what I know. I'm not going to try to give I'm not trying to I'm not going to try to give information that I don't know. Yeah. I'm not going to try to sell a service or a product that I'm not equipped to create or sell. I know exactly what I can do. I'm, per- I'm a- a perfectly self-aware. I'm not perfectly self-aware, but I'm very self-aware. Mm-hmm. I know myself very well and I know what I can do. And so I'm going to do that. I love it. Right?
1: So I'm going to bring a different, a slightly different perspective to this for people who, I'm just imagining like myself younger listening to this, mm-hmm. being like, that's great. But what if I don't know what I want to do or don't know, or I know what kind of what I want to do, but it's right. super vague. Like, what do I do? So guys, I don't know if I'm just weird. I like to reverse engineer a lot of things. Um, and I love to reverse engineer what I do when I haven't done it yet. Whoa, so the way I do this, what? so let's this is say new? <laughs> I, it's weird I'm telling you but what I do surprised. what I is okay, let's say you you have a big idea like I want to be in marketing. Yeah. What exactly do you want to be known for, do well, have right. an author, authority on? I create my resume, my non-existent resume. That's so
0: great. And How have I not known about this?
1: I, all you have to do, I literally helped a friend recreate his r- resume yesterday, and he's going into linguist computer, computer.
0: P- computer linguistics. Yes, yeah. computer
1: linguistics. I know nothing about this field. And I pretty much created his Resume for him with his help, obviously. But you just literally go on indeed.com, search positions, look at what really you find interesting, create the resume that you want to have in 5, 10, 15 years, print it out, have it like, you know, turn it into a a time capsule thing so you look back on it. I mean, that's a. And that gives you direction.
0: That's a great goal setting mechanism. though. Yeah,
1: because I'm one of those people that needs very, ta- not just like, now write yeah. down what you where you want to be. I'm like, I don't know. That doesn't exactly. help. I need tangible very, goals. Yeah. And this does. You're like, I want this skill set. And I want that wow, skill set. And I want to be really... proficient in this and this and this. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Obviously, you need to, you know, then take action on right, it. Of course. But it's a good starting point, especially if you're young. Mm-hmm. If you're like, I'm 18. I'm starting my own business. Okay, do it for when you're 28. Yeah. You know,
0: well, and, that's and or if you like that, me, and
1: that's too long. Do it for one year. Well, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> and see how many you can check off. I mean, I off. like planning um, a lot ahead, but yeah, it's it's that kind of thing. Especially, and it's this applies. I mean, I think this really applies to everybody because no matter where you are in life, I'm always like my well, my mindset as a as as a public speaker, as someone whose like entire career has been built around helping people overcome different challenges. You mm-hmm. know, whether it be in business or mental health or whatever it is, confidence or even public speaking, teaching people public. speaking, speaking um it's just I completely lost my train of thought <laughs>
1: something about applying to everyone
0: yeah oh yeah I'm always I've always been the mindset of 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 no matter who you are or where you are there's some way that you can there's some challenges you, can, you need to overcome there's there's always you can always um succeed more you know, yeah. and it might be in different ways because there's a lot of people like, and especially if if I, I assume I'm right, the guy you were just talking about, he doesn't want to build his personal brand and like become no. an authoritative public speaker, and, <laughs> you know, like like that's that's I mean that's that's not part of what he what he wants, but it doesn't matter, you know, like right, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter, well, like
1: and in his case, his resume is just thinks he has actually done, right, exactly. but he was coming from the perspective like, well, I don't know, you know, how you know, what. People tend to oversimplify or, you know, like, I don't want to show off or I don't want to be too nitpicky. Like, this is so what it really helped with was like, no, tell me everything that you do. And same here. It's the concept of like, get into details. What exactly is it that you want to be good at? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, you want to be a good public speaker? That's cool. How? What exactly? What about public speaking do you want to be good at? Exactly oh, you wanna have, okay, you wanna have a commanding tone. You wanna to be able to be funny. Okay, right, how exactly. do you wanna be, like, exactly, you know, break it yeah, down. Yeah. It gives you a starting point. Ultimately yeah. is what the whole point is, yeah. right? Goal setting. Yeah, kind
0: of the, the way I go about that is, is more of an exercise, but doing this exercise is where I'll ask people, okay, well, how do you view me? Yeah. You know, honest, like raw, honest, how do you view me? And that was just an in, in insight. It's kind of just a survey into my personal brand. into what do people see me as? What do I wanna be? And how can I mesh those two together? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to create something that's authentically myself, but also appealing to the greater audience. So it's just and, and that and that can apply on the small level of, you know, impressing a boss by them seeing you as a hard, you know, working, productive person or impressing an arena full of people. Right. You know, like, it's, yeah.
1: yeah, it applies in in both scenarios. You yeah. don't have to be an entrepreneur think, or want to be one. In right, exactly. The I think stork. a lot
0: of the things that we've, I think a lot of things most of the things we talked about today were like, you can apply this in a lot of different ways. Yes. You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, there, I mean, there's so much more. I mean, obviously, as you could tell, do you get me started talking? I mean, even just about public speaking and confidence.
1: Which I've been meaning to tell you, like we should, I know you do it so much on your own podcast, yeah, I do on my own but podcast. we should like get some of that info and into these ones. And, yeah. And actually, hmm, Well, that'll be something to talk to you about afterwards. But I, I think a a podcast on confidence from our two different perspectives. I need to
0: have you on my podcast. You do. Why haven't I done this yet? I'm I'm so stupid. (laughs) Why? I don't know why I I haven't.
1: I've been kind of hurt this entire time that you never thought of it. But you know. Okay,
0: we'll talk about that. Anyway, if you like, if you like this topic, if you want us to talk about more about this. Um, let us know you can call into our show through the anchor app anchor.fm/ social marketing I believe is the <laughs> URL and you can also check out show notes all the links that we talked about and more I in 72 hours of time of recording I should have our social mar- the social com back because um, it's kind of held hostage through a different <laughs> a variety of different means
1: oh that yes.
0: So, but for right now, um, at the time of this recording, if you want a surefire way of getting to our show notes, caffeinatedbydesign.com slash podcast. We will see you next week. Don't forget to make marketing awesome today.
1: Bye.